The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsman at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois, where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange, at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Follow me. Find a world that embraces free open spaces. Come and follow me. Hello, everyone. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors. Whether it's close to home or across this great country, come on out and follow me. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Oh, God, did you feel that warm weather we had? Oh, I'm excited. We need to go fishing. We need to go turkey hunting. We need to do mushroom picking. I'm just, I'm, all right, I messed up. <laughs> hey, but welcome to the show. Let's talk about what we've got going on today's show. We've got a full, full run for you. First of all, we're going to have a little bit of a mix from club talk to walleye to crap, crappy, crappy habitats or crappy habitats, however you want to put it. But uh, Johnny Wilkins from the Riverside Fishing Club is going to be up uh, to talk about their swap meet that's coming on April 30th and about the club a little bit so people can maybe join a club that's close to home and a lot of fun and you might find some cool stuff at the uh you know swap meet i seem to find stuff at swap meet <laughs> it works all the time then tim bershoff from the army corps of engineers on wren lake has placed over 300 fish cribs yes 300 fish cribs they've placed and you know you can find them really simple even if you don't have thousands of dollars of electronics if you have a smartphone all you do is download the the sites from the renlake.com. That's the tourism site. They have all the listings. So you can just use your, uh, you know, GPS uh, unit right on the thing and get right over the site and boom. And he's going to tell us how they built the cribs and how great they are for the area. And that's all with the Army Corps of Engineers at Ren Lake. Then our good friend Steve Sillick fisheries biologist from the Forest Preserve District of Cook County, is just wound up their walleye prop their walleye program on Tampere Lake. They just finished it up and they're putting the nets away and they're hatching walleye eggs and they'll be returning hundreds and hundreds of thousands of walleye fry to the lake very shortly. So that's going to be a lot of fun to hear from him how they do it and how that whole program has evolved. But don't forget, next uh, weekend, April 30th, is the big Fishing for a Cure bass tournament uh, sponsored by Constellation Power at Braidwood Lake. Uh, we're going to be doing our show from the South Parking Lot and having a lot of fun. And there's a guaranteed $10,000 prize package for the top 10 spots. 
you're in first place, you're getting $4,000. You can't go wrong with that at all. Sounds like a day you need to come out. Uh, definitely, you can send me a note at Chauncey's Outdoors at AOL.com. That's Chauncey with an S, Outdoors with an S at AOL.com. And, uh, or watch on our Facebook page. We have a whole video piece about it, and you can get more information to find out how you can be part of this and uh, all the other great things. And you know what? We're doing this to help kids that are in the Advocate Children's Hospital. We want to make their stay a lot shorter, and if they are there, a lot more fun. So definitely check it out with us, and let's have some fun. Hey, you know what? Let's hear from Johnny Wilkins right now from the Riverside Fishing Club, a fine institution in the LaGrange area. <laughs> Hello. How are you? How are you, buddy? I'm doing all right. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if it was calling it an, an institution was correct, but <laughs> when you look at some, the, some of the members that I've known for many years, that's an institution. <laughs> yeah, a few of them, yeah. We, we have a, a large cast of characters, that's for sure. Yeah, it's like a Damon, <laughs> what I told somebody once, it's like a Damon Runyon film, you know. Um, yeah. for, first of all, I mean, it's a great club. This is, this, this is a club that really is, I've, the youngest people I've seen sitting at the club meetings were a couple of 10-year-olds, and the oldest, I'm just going to call them more mature, and there's been women in the club uh, that I've seen there at the meetings asking questions and, you know, partaking and, you know, the question back and forth and, and going on the outings. And so it's, it's really an all-round fishing club, all-round family club in my mind. And you don't see a lot of that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I'm lucky enough to go hang out with all the different clubs in the area. So, and they do have a, a little different flavor. Some are a little more competitive and they go out and they, they fish outings and then some are a little more social and some of them brag that they're more of a food club than a mm-hmm. fishing club but yeah, yeah. our yeah. club our club's multi-species so we have a, a, a really good mix of people and it, it's generally people who just like to be around and talking about fishing and learning about fishing mm-hmm and the the club meets at the American Legion Auxiliary uh, Hall that's on uh, Lagrange Road, and I think the address is nine hundred South Lagrange, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's right, nine hundred South Lagrange. But the easiest yeah. way to tell people is look for what's the new restaurant. <laughs> just, oh, it's uh, it's the Pancake Original Pancake yeah, House. Yeah. It used to be the old. Baker Square. Right, right. It's the original Pancake House, a, and it's just south of There's a big old eagle out front. <laughs> oh, that's right. There's a wooden eagle that uh, someone carved. It's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. It's a beautiful yeah. piece. But, you know, one of the things, uh, and we'll we'll make sure that we tell people what time the club meets, you have, not this Saturday, not this weekend, next weekend, April 30th, you have a fishing tackle swap meet. That's right. So, yeah, we like to um, feature our big annual swap meet, and it's back on. So we're we're super happy to have over 30 vendors, 35 tables, I believe, Mm -hmm. of all sorts of fishing gear and then some camping and a little bit of hunting gear, but lures and reels and rods and some really good deals. And that's... I hate to say this, but when you go to something like this, you see things that you're like, hey, what do I need to do? You know? But then you go, whoa, <laughs> look at this. 
And you go, man, that's, I haven't seen one of them. I used to catch a lot of fish with that lure. And, I mean, this is what's the fun thing about coming to the fishing tackle swap meet at the American Legion for the Riverside Fishing Club is you see, literally, you'll see salmon fishing stuff. You'll see trout stuff. You'll see bass stuff. You'll see bluegill stuff. You'll see probably some camping stuff. Uh, you'll, I mean, it, there's a little bit of everything there for everybody. Yeah, and it it's kind of amazing how much, uh, product there is there. There's one gentleman who just has hundreds of different Rapalas and all different sizes and shapes. So um, it's kind of a way to fill your tackle box for the things you're missing or lost. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's a it's a good it's a good way to talk to some experts too. Uh, yeah. Some of those people, like you said, salmon wise, yeah, that they know their gear and there's there's a lot of their gear on their table, so they can help you out and help you get into um, fishing if you're not, you know, if you're not that experienced. Yeah. yeah. And and this is a great place. You're looking for a reel that, for yourself, you're going to find something there. But if you're looking for gear for the younger person in the family and you don't want to buy them, please, please don't buy them a Spider-Man rod and reel. (laughs) No. I mean, it's really really cool to have a Spider-Man rod and reel or a Snoopy one or a Barbie one. I'm not saying that they're bad. But don't buy, yeah. buy them, you know, find a well-working and even say to the guy, hey, listen, I'm looking for this for my kid. And, you know, show me every, and, and spin that handle, push the button up and down, see if the line comes out easy. And the guy might even say, hey, you know, it's for your kid here. Hey, put this rod on it, you know. And I- <laughs> yeah, they're going to they're gonna help you out and gear you up. And, yeah, mm-hmm. the Spider-Man rod, I, I don't know why. Just Maybe just for the backyard and just goofing around and throwing plugs in the backyard but for actually going to the water i mean would you put a a fishing reel on a chopstick i I don't think so (laughs) it's just not a good tool for better for eating but see that's one of the things about this uh, uh, fishing tackle swap meet is that you're gonna see so much you're gonna be able to look at stuff and don't just kind of walk and say oh there was nothing there no you need when you go to something like this you need to walk and stop and look I think somebody's watching me on TV. I'm doing it like I'm, I'm looking down at the you know the, <laughs> the the desk here in the studio. I'm like, no, Chauncey, nobody can see you. And you, you need to look at the different things and move some stuff around because there may be a lure that you're looking for underneath it. You may see something that's cool. You may notice something that's cool. Um, heck, the last time I was there, I found one of uh, Diamond Ghost Charters. It was a brand new hat <laughs> that the guy, he bought it, never wore it, and I gave it, I bought it and gave it to Captain Tony. He goes, Where'd you get this? <laughs> Riverside Fishing Club. That's what I told him. Riverside Fishing Club. And but it, it, this is the the cool thing about this a club like this because you can really have a lot of fun at the swap meet. And but you know it's not just uh, okay. I'm going to come in. You know I'm going to pay to get in and you know wander around. You're offering a deal for people to come, aren't you? Yeah. So our goal was to introduce more people to that event. And so we're actually doing a buy one, get one free admission. So for the first time, if you bring a friend, you can just mention the show and uh, you get a friend in the door for free. So well, the more the merrier, right? So it's, it's 50% off. 50% off. <laughs> and you can go spend it on a, a new lure or down payment on a reel. That's right. It's, it's, you, you need more stuff. That's the object yeah. here. You need to bring more stuff home. Uh, now, what time does this start? So, right at 8 o'clock. So, it's April 30th at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. 
and the doors do not open any earlier than that. So it is kind of a little bit of a mad rush, but um, if you can't get there until 10, trust me, there's going to be tons, tons of lures and mm-hmm. rods and reels. Yeah. Some people are really particular about what they're looking for, so those are the people that need gate crash mm-hmm. and get in there first thing. So Oh, yeah. They, they might have one planer board shape that they're looking for or something. <laughs> well, that's and that's the cool thing about it. But then, you know, you're going to have m- members from the club there where if somebody was interested and they're saying like, oh, this isn't far from my house, they could talk to you about joining the club, correct? Yeah, so we'll have club members there, especially, like I said, for people who are new or want help on a, a different species. So mm-hmm. you can actually also join or just talk with the members there that saturday and make use of their their help but we are also running a membership special so uh, i believe you can save i think it was 25 dollars off membership but if you if you need information you can go to um riversidefishingclub.com mm-hmm. uh, and forward slash swap for the swap meet but there's membership information on there there's even coupons so Okay. But, uh, yeah. So, for don't get the picture that this is for really expert fishermen. There aren't a lot of our members who are real expert fishermen. We have a couple guide members, but most of the people are casual fishermen and fishing families. We have a, a bunch of family members who are who all show up to the meet. So, no, we have a good time, and it's don't don't think that it's um, you have to be of some experience level we have a lot of newer people who just like to be around fishing and, and mm-hmm. learn from uh we have guides in for who do seminars on different species okay once again fishing tackle swap meet the riverside fishing club and they meet at the american legion uh on 900 south lagrange road as i like to say just look for the original pancake house <laughs> it's yeah. just south of it and it's real easy to get so it's about 5100 south if you're roughly give it an idea but it's gonna be a great time it's on april 30th doors open at 8 a.m and they close at noon okay and so you can get a lot of great deals johnny thank you so much for coming on the show thanks again chauncey you're listening to chauncey on chauncey's great outdoors you know us hey we know the outdoors Chauncey here, calling all fishermen. On Saturday, April 30th, the Braidwood Station will host the 21st Annual Fishing for a Cure Bass Tournament with a guaranteed purse of $10,000. Since 2002, we have raised over $700,000 for charity, and I will be the master of ceremony that day. And we know that fishermen have big hearts to help others, and there's no better way to do it than the fish, the Braidwood Station 21st Annual Fishing for a Cure Bass Tournament. To get your registration, form, go to Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook or email me at Chauncey's with an S, outdoors with an S at AOL.com and we'll email it right back to you. Waterworks is ready to get you on the water this spring with a 2022 Lund or low boat powered by a Mercury outboard. But they also have fun certified used boats that are in great shape. Need to repower? Try a new fuel-efficient Mercury outboard and your boat will feel like it's brand new. Waterworks has everything for your boating fun. You can order and have it shipped to you from parts, accessories, oil, or a new Mercury outboard. Waterworks has everything you need to be ready to go. Just call them at 708-798-9700 or go to waterworks.com.
Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors magazine. For only $14.95, big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, turtle, he's not here yet, man. Uh, he's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel! The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Lazy yellow moon coming up to tonight, shining through the trees. Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and oh, the phone is ringing. Let's see who's there. Well, let's all welcome Tim Bischoff. He works for the Army Corps of Engineers down in the Ren Lake area, and he's been doing something to help us fishermen out for uh, a few years. You, what is exactly you drop into the lake, Tim? Well, uh, we could drop a lot of things into the lake lately. Uh, well, 30 years we've been doing a uh, Christmas tree set. At the end of uh, Christmas season, everybody donates trees. We go in in February and March and put those in. So they've been in more than 30 years. We refresh those every uh, four or five years. But the new thing was four years ago we got a uh, grant through the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service to create our first artificial structures. 
And so those first ones were uh, spider blocks, which are concrete blocks with tubing out of it. Mm-hmm. The next one for them, the next grant we got, we went to a thing called Porcupine Balls, which looks like the Sputnik-type uh, satellite, and those uh, are made out of PVC coming out of a central hub. And then recently we uh, started doing cube-shaped ones. And so we've got three different ones that we are now putting into the lake uh, to help with fish attractor and habitat. Mm-hmm. Now, and you, you just haven't put in one or two. You've, you guys over the years have put in probably hundreds and hundreds of them, right? Well, actually, we've got 32 on deck ready to go as soon as the weather uh, is good, and that will bring us up over 1,200 artificial structures. And 63, that'll put us about 100 locations for artificial structures. And then total, uh, we've got uh, another 26 locations for the uh, Christmas tree. So we've got plenty of places that have fish attractors that we're continuing to add, actually. We're not stopping. We're creating more of the uh, cubes to put in. Tim? I'm sitting here with my mouth open because <laughs> you said over 1,200. Yep. Next week we'll have over 1,200 of them, hopefully. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Now, these, uh, I understand the Sputnik one, even though I'm not, yes, I am that old. Uh, <laughs> a ball with a bunch of, you know, little shots coming out of it. But w- what are these square ones you're talking about? Okay. Well, uh, what they've done is they had created a design where they took PVC, made it into a 4 by 4 square and then put uh, the corrugated black pipe in between it to create a area where the small fish can go to hide from the big fish, and then also the green stuff will grow on it so they can stay there and uh, eat and grow bigger. Well, then they changed that, that they actually added a lower area underneath that doesn't have any piping, so now your crappie and bass can sit right underneath it and ambush the small fish as they come out. And so that has added a great deal of uh, additional uh, interest with the fish. And so we're using those kinds right at the moment. Those are the ones we are creating with the ambush area underneath. They're about five, five and a half foot tall. I think I've seen these. I was at the Red Crest tournament in Tulsa a couple of weeks ago, and it was they were making fish cribs to show people what they were doing for this project. And it was the same thing. It was uh, the PVC piping and then that black uh, piping that it's it's like drain tile, isn't it? Flexible drain yeah. tile. And uh, yeah, they were putting that in there and uh, on it and around it, and it was interesting to see how they looked. <laughs> yeah, and and they cover a lot of area. Uh, we have, as I said, we have three different kinds. One looks like a little bush. One looks like a star. And then these uh, are cover a bigger area, but we're putting them in four and five at a time in an area in a line. And so it's covering a lot of space and a- allowing a lot of both space for the small fish to hide mm-hmm. and large fish to uh, get dinner. Right. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not knocking the, the old standard, uh, let's drop a Christmas tree in a cement block, put some concrete in it and pitch it in the lake, you know. Uh, or, well, you guys don't get ice. Up here, up north, they put the blocks of ice, uh, the concrete block with the tree stuck in it out on the ice, and they wait for the spring thaw, and it just drops. <laughs> yeah. That's how yeah. we do it up north. We did that in a small pond here for our children's fishing. Mm. Same idea. 
Yeah, cool. And uh, so those things really do. I mean, you know, they last a couple of years and then they just kind of dissipate and, you know, you, you just not. But these things are going to last for millennia. <laughs> Yeah, they they will be there for us for a long time. The other thing that we've learned as we've gone on, we were losing the green stuff twice a year, and what we've done now is when they build them, most of ours have been built through Eagle uh, Scout Project. Mm -hmm. They actually rough up all of the pipes so that it has an area for that uh, green stuff to get hold of it and hold on to it, and this is what the baby fish eat. Mm -hmm. So uh, that'll now hopefully stay all year long. So we learn as we go, and we're developing new things, actually. We're even developing a new, uh, what we call a shorty, a small version, to get into shallow water set. Hmm. Well, as an Eagle Scout myself, I think that's a dang good project. <laughs> yes, we, we actually had three brothers uh, have done the last three sets. So, mm -hmm. so far, we have one more brother that we're waiting for, but three different brothers in the same family have created most of what we have in the lake. Yeah. Now, you weight them down with probably a concrete block, I would assume? For us, what we've been doing with the uh, the other ones have concrete blocks on them. For these, they actually have uh, an area with the tube that you put at the bottom. You fill that up with broken brick and so on to weight it, and then you can also have a uh, snow fencing that will help with a brick on it. Oh, okay. That's cool. That's cool. And that way that just, you know, keeps it down there. Now, the amazing thing is, and people, you know, don't realize is that when you're dropping these fish cribs, it doesn't take long for the fish to say, hey, we got a new house. And they yeah. get attracted to it. We actually went back to get the GPS measurement on one of the sets that we had put in, and we came back in 10 minutes, and there was already fish on it. So, yes. They, they love the cover, and we're putting them in places where fish already are. Mm -hmm. So the moment they have that new structure, they're almost immediately in it. Yeah. And, you know, the Army Corps of Engineers, uh, which you're part of, uh, does an unbelievable job at Ren Lake. Uh, I know a lot of people uh, in different parts of the country, you know, don't always speak highly of the Army Corps of Engineers, but you guys have done so much on that Ren Lake area. You've upgraded the camping grounds uh, for the trailers because a lot of trailers have 50-amp service. Now, you know, your spots have got 50-amp, uh, you know, plug-ins for electricity. You've got great ramps. Uh, you know, the Ren Lake Resort is not open yet. Maybe in a couple of years it'll reopen, but, you know, the, the lodges, it's beautiful. Not the lodge, but the parks for camping that belong to the Corps are gorgeous, and the restrooms are not clean. They're sparkling clean. <laughs> you know, I, I was just amazed at what you guys as the Corps have done down there, showing your dedication, not just to the environment, but to the environment and the people who want to come and enjoy the environment. You know that? Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, we, we take it very, very seriously. Uh, customer service is one of the top things that we always we are dedicated. Most of us that work here, it's more than a job. It's something that we take as a mission to try to give the best product mm -hmm. we can. And people keep coming back. So we, we're working to just keep improving and making each visit better. Yeah. And I, I can't even imagine what it's like being on a boat with Mark Keys, okay? <laughs> we had on last week. Yeah, Mark, Mark has been integral in making this project this 
group of the artificial structures. He helped build it. He was hunting and fishing before it was a lake, and he has been helping us to put these in the right place. Mm -hmm. We could have just gone out and put them someplace, but he has made it so that we are pinpointing excellent places that the fish are already at, and it just makes sure that they're staying there longer and have what they need. Yeah, and, and with the productivity of the crappies in Ren Lake and, and bass and catfish, uh, this is just showing that it's it's helping out with what you guys are doing and what the DNR is doing and even the people who are enjoying the lake, how they're taking care of it uh, and, and concerned about it. And the organizations and different things, it's just a marvelous thing. I, I commend all of you people on this, as I call a little bit of heaven at Exit 77. <laughs> you know. <what> I mean? <laughs> yes, that, uh, we really appreciate that. We do work hard towards it, and we're hoping we're getting uh, what our customers need mm -hmm. um, when they come to visit with us. Cool. Well, Tim, I want to say thank you for putting in over 1,200 fish. I'm, I'm sitting there going, oh, my gosh, 1,200 fish cribs that are only making those crappies bigger and fatter and more plentiful and everything else except and including the bluegills and the bass and the catfish and everybody else that is hanging around those things. And it's just you're making a great place for Illinois to be a premier spot to go and do a little bit of recreating, as they say. Okay. Yes, we, we absolutely uh, are working towards helping out with that. We've got a good team and partners that we work with, and we're out to do that. And then the biggest thing that we have after that is making sure that everybody's safe. So whenever you see stuff about fishing, you'll also see us talk about making sure you wear your life jacket mm -hmm. and plan ahead because we want everybody to come back safe and actually better than when they got here. I read something the other day that, Everyone who wore a life jacket came home that day. Yes. Uh, nine out of ten people <laughs> that brought them never uh, planned to be in the water and weren't wearing life jackets. So That's those right. two paths really prove, you know, put that life jacket on and, and you're going to be uh, a good chance of coming home safe. Yeah. Well, Tim, I'm going to let you go because in the future I would like to talk to somebody about the bike trails, the hiking trails. The I mean, there is more stuff on the Army Corps of Engineers, the property that you guys are managing and working with, for people to enjoy at Exit 77, right? Yes. We've got a, we, we've got a week's worth of stuff without in even scratching the surface. <laughs> That's right. Well, once again, thanks so much for coming on, Mr. Bischoff. Okay? Thank you very much. You're listening to Chauncey. On Chauncey's Great Outdoors, you know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. Waterworks has been through this pandemic for everyone who owns a boat or dreams of buying a new boat. Waterworks wants to make your dream of owning a 2022 Lund or Low boat powered by your Mercury outboard this year. Waterworks is taking deposits now for the 2022 London Low Boats with a Mercury outboard motor to be ready for that fall fishing trip. But if you have a boat you're not using or want to sell or maybe trade in, let Waterworks give you a price no one can match. Waterworks will hold your special Waterworks price on these new models and give you all those special price incentives way before any boat show and guarantee to hold that price today with a deposit made today. So stop in now and make a deposit on your 2022 Lund or Low for that fall fishing trip with a new Mercury outboard at a price no one can match. Go to waterworks.com 
or call them at 708-798-9700. You love watching us on TV? Now you can enjoy the great outdoors every day of the week with a subscription to Midwest Outdoors Magazine. For only $14.95, big issues loaded with the best of fishing, hunting, and the great outdoors. Each one packed with how-to and where-to-go information you can use all year long. Call 1-800-606-FISH. Inside each issue, you'll find timely, in-depth articles on fishing techniques, hunting strategies, equipment reviews, and new product showcases. Fishing or hunting, it's all covered. What are you waiting for? Call 1-800-606-FISH. Did you know that Midwest Outdoors Magazine includes a state section for where you live? Each month you get the information that matters to you and where you hunt and fish. For only $14.95, you get big issues of the best of the outdoors. Call 1-800-606-FISH and start your adventure with Midwest Outdoors today. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, Fish on! Psst, Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Ugh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom, come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at chaunceymedia at aol.com. This segment is brought to you by diamondghostcharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, fish on! Well, let me tell you a story about a little fella. Hi, this is Ski Reese, and you're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Yeah, the bluegill boogie. When the bass ain't biting and the trout are gone, try the bluegill boogie. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, and on the phone with me, I know exactly where the... This gentleman is, he is sitting at the boat ramp at Tampere Lake, because we're just winding up their big walleye propagation program, or as I would like to call it, the Chauncey Fish Flesh Study Analysis Program. <laughs> no, no, none of that. We, we try to keep them as many alive as we can. I know. You keep them all alive, which I've given you credit. This is Steve Sillick, everyone, just a super fisheries biologist. Steve, hey, tell me about what happened with walleye this year. How does that, how does that whole program work? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, thanks for having me on again, Sean. This is always a fun one to talk about. Oh, geez, this program's been going on for since I was since I was uh, a, a, a little lad back in the day. The, the fisheries section, back with uh, Chris Marinovich and Jim Phillips and Scott Bullard back in the day, started this program in the uh, the mid '90s. They'd noticed uh, a very nice 
walleye population at Tampere Lake uh, over here in Orland Park area. So they uh, kind of wanted to model a broodstock walleye propagation program. Mm-hmm. My big fancy way of saying uh, take the big adults and do an artificial breeding <laughs> with them. They modeled that after what the uh, state of Illinois does, you know, wrote up a nice report, got some permission. Mm-hmm. And since the mid-90s, uh, the fishery section to some extent has been doing some sort of just phenomenal um, walleye breeding program. Uh, typically kicks off around the first week in April. That's when the um, fish are getting ready to, the walleye are getting ready to spawn. That's when the lake temperatures start to get at that right sweet spot. It's normally about 45 degrees for walleye. Uh, our lakes tend to be running a little warmer, so anywhere between 45 and 55 is about the temperature where we see our walleye going. And we just go out there and uh, hit the lake, you know, pretty hard for every bit of two to three weeks, depending on how the season's looking, with um, a variety of gill nets and fike nets and electro fishing. And we try, try to get some fish and, uh, you know, make some nice young walleye to put back in the lake. Mm-hmm. A gill net is very simple. Simple. It's just a, a gill. It's a you know. It's one of those long gill nets. And I know that uh, the fike nets, which is a uh, the layman's term, a, a, a box net. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Where you have a box, a net box at the end of a long line of like a wall of netting, and it's not netting where the fi- fish gets stuck in. No. It's they hit it and then they follow that netting and into the fike net, right? Exactly. No, it was a very good explanation. Um. Yeah, so the gill nets we've actually kind of gone away from. They're a little more stressful on the fish, and our mortality rate was a little higher. Plus, it tends to almost squeeze some of the eggs out of the fish. Uh, they were a lot more labor-intensive on the staff, as well as being a little more um, stressful on the fish. Mm-hmm. So lately, we've been using predominantly the, the fike nets, which you did a very good explanation of there, John. Mm, thanks. Uh, we stake them into the shoreline, and there's a, a heavier-gauge uh, cotton line that's normally like a, a tar asphalt-coated. Mm-hmm. And as you said, the fish don't really get caught in them, what they do is as they're uh, swimming along the shoreline in the evenings, whether it's looking to spawn or feed, uh, mostly just for spawning at this time of year, they're going to follow along that uh, that lead line, that lead wall, into a series of um, rectangular uh, cages or boxes and then hoops. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a lot less stressful on the fish because the fish are allowed to basically stay in water freely swimming around. They're a lot easier on the staff to, to set because we can leave them out there, and then we're checking them every single morning. We empty them out, and we can uh, then, then collect, you know, sort real easily and uh, mm. collect the fish that we want to use, which is the, the larger breeding males and females. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, th- these are pretty obvious because they're literally staked along the shoreline, so we always try to, you know, ask the public, while we have the mark, just to make sure you leave these alone, we notify our police. The part, you know, the mm-hmm. girls are, are closed in the evening, so it would just be during the daylight hours. But because they're a little more accessible, we always ask uh, if you have any, if you're concerned, call the police or call the fisheries office, because there, there are biological nets out there, so we, we need them. <laughs> yeah, don't pull, don't pull the nets in. Um, the, the other thing is, once you've got the fish, and the, when the females are all ripe, and, and they're going to release the wreck, excuse me, when they're all ripe and they're going to release their eggs. Um, you guys, and I, I have to give the father of all walleye in Cook County Forest Preserve, Mr. Jim Phillips. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I don't think he's missed a day in about 27 years. He's oh, the hatchery manager. He's the hatchery manager. He put together this hatchery piecemeal over the years of, you know, getting this part, getting that part, getting this, getting these beakers, and putting it together that it actually works just like it's supposed to. And I mean, it's like 
wow, Jim. And so I, I call him the father of all walleye <laughs> you know, because, you know, he's, he's done such a fantastic job of it. You know, how, much, how many eggs will you get out of a, a good size uh, female? Yeah, so uh, so a typical walleye is going to drop anywhere from about sixty to four hundred thousand eggs, depending on her age, size, maturity level, things like that. Mm-hmm. So the the larger eggs, uh, or I'm sorry, the larger fish that we've caught in the past, we've gotten upwards of you know just under half a million eggs. Um, you know, two to three hundred thousand eggs, I think, is fair on some of the really big females that we've gotten. <clears throat> a lot of the the more normal, what we'd consider more normal size, you know, only nineteen, twenty, twenty one inches. Those are the smaller ones. If a fish like that, you're easily getting 100,000 eggs out of uh, when they are ripe and running and those eggs are coming out of them. So it, it, it's great because over the uh, you know two-week period that we're out there doing the field work, actually collecting the fish, as we see these fish that are uh, ready to release their eggs or if they're close, we bring them back to our, our temporary holding facility and um, we can strip these eggs out. And uh, this year we're looking, we're looking real good. You know, right about average, we're, we're just under a million eggs. I think we're at about 800,000. Mm-hmm. Good year we end up with a little over a million eggs. We've had years where we've had upwards of two, two three million eggs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, just under a million is not a bad number because, as you said, you know, Jim's done such a good job with the, the hatchery and the recirculating system and the, um, the filtration and the, the lake water, the quality lake water that mm-hmm. we use. That, uh, and Mike, too. Don't, don't, don't let me forget my guy Mike, our technician. Uh, we, we have the we have the system you know tweaked pretty nicely where mm-hmm. we do really well with uh, fertilizing eggs, um, getting these eggs to hatch out, and then uh, whether we put the, the the newly hatched fry back in the lake or rearing them up into fingerling size, we normally get a pretty nice yield that helps us to supplement what is a very nice walleye population in Tampere Lake. Yeah. And we've also you know moved this project around and worked out of Bussy and Skokie as well, but we predominantly work out of Tampere just because that's a uh, Easiest, especially as far as keeping the stress reduction down on the fish. You said size-wise. Largest walleye. I mean, we're talking, people, put your coffee cup down because this is going sh- to throw you. <laughs> when, when you go talk to Lake Erie and people, oh, you know, we're going to get we're gonna catch us a 29-inch or 30-inch and stuff like that. Tampere Lake, the biggest walleye that I know of is the one that was mounted. Is that right? Yes, would you help to get us mounts? So yeah. Thanks, thanks again for that, John. You're welcome. I mean, that and that one was how big? That was the heaviest we caught to date, and that was, geez, that was back in, uh, I want to say 2012 mm-hmm. maybe. And at the time, it was pretty close to the state record. It was only a pound or so off the state record. Uh, she was egg-bound, so she did have a big, full belly full of eggs, but she was 12 pounds um, with eggs. <laughs> and we got to wait before we stripped the eggs from her and then after and she was uh, below 10 pounds after stripping the eggs. So she hit two pounds of eggs in her. Two so pounds a, of eggs. That's, yield. that's amazing. That's amazing. But it just shows you, this is what's in our forest preserves. No, she was only uh, 28 and a half inches. Oh, the longest me. fish we've had to date was about 31 inches. Uh, so that was a nice-looking fish. And this year, we had some really nice fish for the first time in a few years. We had three fish. The biggest one we weighed was uh, 11 pounds, and she was 28 and a half inches. And the two that were near her were within, you know, easily within half a pound and an inch or so. So we had three 10-plus pound, 28-inch fish this year, which is just, just phenomenal. You know, those are just, those are just trophy fish that anybody would, uh, would be a lifer to catch and you would love to, love to see. And we got all of them. We got eggs from two of them and got all, got all three of those back in the lake. We're very happy and proud to say. Yeah. And, and really, because as you evolved with this program, you've had little 
from from losing X number of fish to less, less, less to you don't lose fish anymore because of the, the I mean, these fish are so well taken care of. I want to come back as a walleye in Tampere. I mean, it, it really is, you know, they, they go into highly oxygenated water. They're kept, well, they're kept nice. They're kept, and then, you know, once they, you take the eggs or the, the milk out of them and then they're put in another tank for them, for, give them a couple of days to kind of like relax, get back into shape. And then you release them. So, I mean, these fish are back in the same waters that, one of us could try to catch. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you've seen our setup. We like to call it the triage. We have the holding tanks. Mm-hmm. We have the stripping tanks. We have the, the maternity ward. We have the recovering tanks. We have the, <laughs> the release tanks. But like you said, we try to keep the um, handling as minimal as possible. Yeah. We try to keep the turnaround as quick as possible so that we're getting these fish in, processed, and back in the lake as quickly as possible. And then we, we tag them when we, if we release them. That way we make sure not to handle them a second time if we come across them or we recapture them out in the lake. Mm. So we do as much to um, minimize stress and minimize handling mm-hmm. um, as best as possible. Because, yeah, we don't want to lose these fish. That's, that's our bread and butter. So we want to yeah. keep this program going. Yeah, and, you know, I, and I'm not, you know, doing any, you know, patting you on the back or anything here, but this is our forest preserve dollars hard at work to make it better for everybody you know it's just an amazing thing to see and 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 i will have to say steve is right everyone if you're standing in one spot and you're not supposed to be there you're gonna get bumped <laughs> <laughs> or, or be told to move now <laughs> while they're just fish we, we take our fishery very seriously you know yeah. we, we want to maximize what we can and mm-hmm. uh, minimize the damage and it's it, it, it's a really fun program. You've been out with us many times. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Jim, Mike, and I take a lot of pride in it. It's, it's for the better part of a, a, a good month between the prep, the field work, and then the hatchery, because the hatchery extends a good week and a half after the field work's done mm-hmm. as far as hatching out the eggs. It's, you know, every, every minute of our days, is uh, our minds are on that, and we're thinking about it. And it's, it's just a great and fun program. And we, we couldn't do it without the help of such great volunteers like mm-hmm. yourself and former fish biologist Chris Marinovich, uh, the USDA guys that work out of this office, uh, your buddy and ours, Alligator Bob. You know, we got a great crew mm-hmm. of volunteers that have been doing this with us forever. And it, it really makes a program like this fun to do, but as successful as it is, because it, it's a lot of work. And it, it's fun, but it is serious, and it's work. So we, we, yeah. we take some pride in it. Yeah, there was an old movie, something about the three fathers. And I, I guess it's not, you know, Jim Phillips isn't the, you know, all father of the walleye. It's really you, Mike, and Jim are the three fathers of all the walleye in the Cook County Forest Preserves. <laughs> well, we, we do, we do, and we can't take all the credit because we still mm-hmm. get our, we still get our, our walleye stockings from the state of Illinois hatchery down in LaSalle. But Dean Hart does a great job. Mm-hmm. We just do kind of a smaller scale version of what they do within the forest preserves to kind of give a, an additional supplemental stocking. Like I said, predominantly out of Tampere, but we, we've put them into um, the buses as well as, uh, you know, as Skokie. So yeah. it's, it's a nice program that the, the Forest Preserves of Cook County is uh, able to, to offer the public to, to help just provide some, some really good walleye fishing, you know, locally. Because that's, that's what we want to do is cool. keep people here fishing the preserves and having fun in the Forest Preserves. Well, thank you very much, Steve, to you, Mike, and Jim, and all the volunteers that have helped out over the years. Uh, you know, being there from the inception to a finely tuned, well-running machine is uh, something many people don't were, have not ever gotten the chance to see, and I'm very lucky to see it. And I, I thank you on behalf of all the fishermen in the Forest Preserve District of Cook County. Go take care of them, them walleye eggs, okay? Oh, we will. We will. All right. <laughs> You're listening to Chauncey. I'm Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. 
Is that a faucet running? That's not a faucet. That's a river rushing through the forest. Forest rivers provide over 100 million people with clean water to drink. What? I can't hear you because of the vacuum. That's not a vacuum. That's the trees in the forest cleaning up the air we breathe. I didn't know the trees were so amazing. Yep, and the forest gives us shade, trees to climb. That's awesome. Let's go explore some more. Visit the forest today and enjoy all it does just for you. To learn more about the forest and find one near you, go to discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Waterworks at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, your Lund and Lowe superstar, have once again been awarded the prestigious Mercury CSI Award for customer service above all other dealers in the area for the seventh year in a row. Call them at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey said the call. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan. The two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Chauncey here, calling all fishermen. On Saturday, April 30th, the Braidwood Station will host the 21st Annual Fishing for a Cure Bass Tournament with a guaranteed purse of $10,000. Since 2002, we have raised over $700,000 for charity, and I will be the master of ceremony that day. And we know that fishermen have big hearts to help others, and there's no better way to do it than the fish, the Braidwood Station 21st Annual Fishing for a Cure Bass Tournament. To get your registration, form, go to Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook or email me at Chauncey's with an S, outdoors with an S at AOL.com and we'll email it right back to you. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors Radio Network. For more information, contact us at ChaunceyMedia at AOL.com. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, the number one London low dealer in the Midwest at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the true magazine for the Midwest sportsmen at MidwestOutdoors.com. Paul's Pizza, 
on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester, Illinois, where the sandwich is the sandwich. GP Italiano, a true family Italian restaurant, or a restaurant just for you and that special person, at 1 South LaGrange Road in downtown LaGrange at gpitaliano.com, 708-325-4590. Diamond Ghost Charters with Captain Tony at DiamondGhostCharters.com and Ren Lake Area Tourism at RenLake.com. A little bit of heaven at exit 77 on Interstate 57. Catfish, boogie, woogie, boogie, woogie, boogie, woogie. Catfish, boogie, woogie, boogie, woogie, boogie. Woke up this morning about half past four. Who'd I see tiptoeing across my floor? My ever-loving baby with a rod in her hand. For the creek called Catfish Land She yelled at me and said Get up son, come along with me And let's have some fun I grabbed my britches and a long cane pole Headed for the red hot catfish hole Catfish boogie 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 Hey everybody, welcome back to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. I hope you're having as much fun as I am today with all our great guests from crappie to walleye to the big swap meet next week, all kinds of stuff. And let's not forget the big, the big, the one, the only Braidwood Fish for a Cure tournament guaranteed $10,000. $10,000 first top, top 10 places for that team tournament. That's a lot of money people are going to get. And you know what? That's, that's not a bad piece of change. And once again, um, you can give us a call or send us an email at Chauncey's with an S, Outdoors with an S at AOL.com. Uh, we're going to be doing our show out there uh, before the, the event starts. Then we're going to have the weigh-in going on out there. Uh, like I said, we limit to 100 boats, and we're getting it's getting up there. Uh, we still have some room, but you definitely either send your check-in and you can get that information from us or go online and check it out uh, and just type in Braidwood Fish for a Cure and also just go to, to our Facebook page and you'll see uh, information about it. But there's a lot of information and this is really important for those kids. On a flip side, bad note, um, you know, don't feed the birds. Yeah, that's right. Don't feed the birds in your yard until after May 31st right now or fill the bird bath with water. Because there's an avian flu out there that's really nasty, and it's killed millions of birds from wild and even domestic birds, chickens, turkeys, all kinds of stuff. It's a respiratory disease that they're they're passing, and they only do this when they're close to each other. Uh, You know, like in a a turkey farm, a chicken farm, uh, birds around a bird feeder or in the bird bath. That This is how it's being transmitted through the air when they're close to each other. So please be careful. Give the birds the space. They're not going to starve. They're not going to starve. They've been here for millions of years. They'll figure out where the lunch buffet is and where they can get water. Trust me. I know that. That's till May 31st. We'll try to get somebody on the air to talk about it because I think it's very important. And now we have the Aiden Fishing Report, which is sponsored by our friends at Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Okay, so that's 708-798-9700. Papa, I got a couple hockey games for the next few weeks, but got out with Dad. Got out, but I got out. <laughs> with dad for a, for a little bit we took linda sue to muskegon to try fishing off the pier 
while her parents were busy with stuff, but the wind picked up after a while and we had to leave. It was wild watching those waves from the car. The guys on the pier said things really slowed down for brown trout and steelhead. They haven't gotten any in, in the last day or two, but they did catch a few whitefish all on spawn. One guy said that the whitefish are coming in looking for uh, spawn from the other fish that it's on the bottom of the lake. So that's why they're catching them. Roger's dad went to Grand Haven, and the brown trout action was really slow by the pier. He said the when weather is better, both an, boat anglers, <laughs> he didn't spell boat right, <laughs> he, he wrote boats, <laughs> boats anglers <laughs> found the yellow perch to be really slow and hard to find. Uncle Tom went to the Detroit River, and he said, tell your dad he's missing it. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Um, he, he got, your mother would kill you. Your grandmother would kill you with your English. He got limits of walleye, water between the steel mill and Mud Island in end course is where he was. I don't know where that is, but that's what he said. Almost everywhere along the river was decent between... 12 and 32 feet of water, he said. Red, green, and black baits were the best, and plastics worked better than live bait. He laughed when I said, you're missing the bite. That fishing report was brought to you by Waterworks Marine, 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills. Oh, I can hear the flute playing. You know what that means. It's coming to the end of the show. And I always like to leave you with the Native American proverb. Sorry we didn't have more fishing reports. We just ran out of time. But uh, in honor of Earth Day, um, this is from the Lakota Nation. When a man moves away from nature, his heart becomes hard. When a man moves away from nature, his heart becomes hard. Very true. You know what? In honor of Earth Day that was on the 21st, and all month long, it's Earth, every day's Earth Day, okay? Do something to improve do something to improve the earth, not for us, but for our children's children's children. We'll see you next week right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors from Braidwood Lake. Come on out, everyone. <laughs>